0: guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a minute and there's a lot for us to catch up on. I'm going to be fully honest. Usually I go into episodes with some sort of semblance of a plan for the episode, but today there really is no plan. In fact, I also re-recorded this episode a few times. At first I was like, "Okay, this is a little too rambly. I need to restart." Because I was just kind of like talking about stuff. And then I would restart it, re record it, and then it wouldn't save. It'd would save like only one minute. And I'd be like, oh my God, like I'm slowly losing my sanity. So we're just going to see where this one goes. I'm really praying that all works out because if I have to re record this another time and hear myself say the same stories again, I will slowly lose it. And I'm already, I don't really have a lot of sanity to begin with right now. So anyway, I'm going to tell you guys a story about a Turks and Caicos bachelorette weekend. This was three weekends ago, and it was my very first time in Turks and Caicos. Turks and Caicos is one of the most beautiful places I've been. It's very much like paradise. If you Google image pretty beach, and you go to a beach in Turks and Caicos, it's gonna mimic that like in real life. I've never seen a clearer and bluer water than in Turks and Caicos. The thing about Turks and Caicos though is it's very family friendly. It's very much like paradise vacation. So if you want to go out to a club or enjoy nightlife, It's not really the place. Like, that's not really what you do in Turks and Caicos. But anyway, as part of this bachelorette weekend, I was responsible for organizing our nightlife activities. So then I booked this really famous restaurant lounge in Turks and Caicos. And during the evening, it's this restaurant. And then at night, it slowly evolves into a club. So we get a table in the small VIP section and we get bottle service and it's a lot of fun. The drinks are great. And our other girlfriend brings a game of Truth or Dare, bachelorette version. And I love Truth or Dare. If you know me, you know that I love games and I especially love dares. There's something about me that I just don't mind embarrassing myself a little bit in public and truth or dare is the perfect way to be embarrassing in a socially acceptable way so i'm like dancing down the staircase i'm like going up to a stranger asking him for ten dollars so uh we're doing all these like fun dares and next to us is this table of guys and there's this one guy there that's very cute he's this blonde guy with tattoos, he's very fit. And we noticed him, cause he's cute, but he's like heads down on his phone and he's not engaging with us, so we're like, whatever. He doesn't seem fun, but we're talking to his other friends. In fact, I get one of his friends at his table to sing a lyric of just the way you are to me. I have no idea how I did it. Anyway, as the night progresses, he, this blonde guy, comes up to us. And he's starting to talk to us and we're like surprised because we're like where was this guy the whole night he was heads down not talking to us he seemed really like low energy but all of a sudden it was like life was breathed into him and so we're like okay like mildly entertained we're also like who is this random cute blonde guy so we're like a little bit skeptical but amused And he starts to play along with us. He does some dares. And then one of the dares was for him to give one of our girlfriends his number. So my girlfriend, she gets his number. She looks at his Apple ID to like get his name and stuff. Before we go home, this guy, his name is Brandon. And he was like, oh, do you guys want to hang out with us after, you know, this this night? And we were like, no, like, who was this random guy? Like, we weren't really like having it. So we all go home. The next day, the girlfriend who got his number and his first name and last name, Google searched him because we felt like something was very strange about the whole situation. The fact that he was so confident and so charismatic at the end We are like, this guy seems to, you know, he's like, he feels like he's somebody. So we Google him and lo and behold, my friends, this guy is Brandon Williams from the Manchester United soccer team. And I don't know sports, but I know Manchester United, right? So I'm like, we're all mind blown. We're all like the whole morning. We're just like fangirling. We're going crazy. We're just like, I can't believe... We saw Brandon Williams from Manchester United. And he's so cute. And this is a guy that we were literally like talking to. And I've never in my life met a professional soccer player in real life. So that was such a cool, crazy experience. And we were like, oh man, we should have been nicer to him and like hung out with him after that night. But of course, we thought that he was some random blonde guy. So if there's any lesson to be learned, maybe, you know, it's not always a good idea to just judge a book based on its cover. But anyway, yesterday was also a lot of fun. I'm going to start off by talking about dinner. So I was biking down the West Side Highway and I love e-biking. I'm the kind of girl that will fight tooth and nail for the last e-bike at a station. Even if there are 10 other regular bikes, I refuse to ride a regular bike. I can only do e-bikes because I prefer to have technology propel me forward than me actually putting in the effort to move. So I was biking down the West Side Highway. It was fine. Then I crossed into the city. And, you know, there's a lot of bike lanes, especially when you Google map to get somewhere. They tell you, like, where the bike lanes are. So I thought I was perfectly safe. I was like in our dedicated bike lane area. But of course, Manhattan being crazy with all these different cars, a car next to me opens its door and it hits my bike. My bike tumbles to the ground along with myself. And I'm like, "Oh no, this is finally happening to me. Like it's this has never happened to me before. You know, you you hear of stories of bikers getting hit by car doors. But I never thought it would happen to me. So I was like shocked and scared and upset. I tumbled to the ground. But of course, the first thing I check is to see if my outfit got scratched. I was wearing tights and tights are especially vulnerable. But luckily, nothing was scratched or torn. I was very relieved. Then I pick myself back up and I'm still blasting EDM music in my ear, so I can't really hear what the driver was saying. But I'm like, all right, it's fine, whatever. So then I bike away. Then I get to dinner in K-Town. Then I go downtown to Sour Mouse. Two of my friends were doing a joint birthday party at Sour Mouse. If you haven't been to Sour Mouse, this is like this underground basement club, and they're like, pool tables or ping pong tables. There's like a smoke machine, it's a whole vibe. And they rented out the whole place. So it was a packed venue with all of our friends. And It was really, really fun. So I get there, however, right before I enter, like I was literally two feet away from Sour Mouse. My heel breaks, I kid you not, These are my favorite pair of comfortable going out heels. For all you girl listeners, you probably relate. When you find a pair of really comfortable, cute going out shoes, you can never let them go. They're like your most prized possession. So I was so sad when I felt myself start limping. I saw my heel on the ground right in front of Sour Mouse. And I was like, oh my God. Like, what am I going to do now? I can't go into Sour Mouse with like only one shoe intact. And then I started to think, could I panic buy a heel around me? Like, could I go into a store and then buy a pair of heels? And I was like, no, Shannon, like all the stores are closed because it's 11 o'clock. And then I was like, oh, my God. So, of course, I problem solved last minute and I decided to get a lift to go all the way from Lower East Side back to Hell's Kitchen. And this whole time I was feeling a little anxious because I was like, oh man, like it's gonna take me another hour to get back to Sour Mouse. I didn't wanna miss out on any fun action happening at Sour Mouse, but it ended up being fine. I went back home, I changed into another pair of heels went back. And I think that was like a good time to go because everyone was there. It was like I was entering right in the middle of the action. So it was a really fun time dancing with our friends, getting drinks together, enjoying the smoke machine. Our friends were DJing. Alrighty, guys. Well, that's all I have for us today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and it was good to catch up. If you guys have any questions, feedback, feel free to DM me at noplansapodcast on Instagram. Follow the Spotify for more episodes. We're also on Apple Podcasts, if that's your preference. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye.